What's up, guys? We are back on live, on live, um, live on the radio. So, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, today we have a special. Well, we will have two special stars, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, fingers crossed. But today we have special guest radio star. Uh, who, who say who you are? <laughs> hello, hello. My name is Peter Young. Surprise. I work. Hello, hi. <laughs> I work as the Brew and Gehrig Hall Director. Woo. Whoop whoop. All right. Um, and then... Would you like to tell everyone a fun fact about yourself? Yes. Wow, a fun fact about myself. Okay, I... Most people know me for a few different things. One is that I own 43 houseplants. So you could say... You could say I'm something of a tree hugger. (laughs) (laughs) Or a plant hugger. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, like, you've heard of, like, house cats, and then there's, like, the outdoors cats. Do you have any, like, outdoor plants that's just, like, free reign? Outdoor plants. You know, I, I have a lot of plants that could probably be outdoor plants, but, you know, you don't you don't want your, your cat to run away and go wild. You want to keep your cat with you. So, my house plants, I like to keep near and dear to my heart, and, um, yeah, they just need special love and attention, so I don't let, let them get too far away from me. Sick, nasty. <laughs> um, so I'll, yeah, I can just say a fact about me, right? Sure. Okay. Go for it. Um, fun fact about me. Um, I lost my toenail when I was in the sixth grade. Not, Whoa. not my toe, the toenail. Did you ever find it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. Uh, I got stepped on, so it fell off. But no, I, I don't want that. I don't need that. <laughs> wow. How did yeah. the, the person just stepped on you? Oh, it was in a soccer game. So, yeah. yeah. It was kind of, I don't know. It was like a, a big high schooler, a big, like a ninth grader. And then she stepped on me. And then kapow, off goes the toenail. But yeah. What about you, Andrew? What's your fun fact? Uh, my fun fact for this week, didn't think about this beforehand. Um, I took piano lessons for two years and none what? of it stuck <laughs> <laughs> is that a fun fact though or is that just a sad fact? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a that's a sad fact um a fun fact i'll think about it okay i'll keep it going yeah should we introduce our other guest <laughs> who just walked in <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself hey <laughs> i'm who bailey oh another one i'm a little sweaty that's got, okay. uh done with a soccer game How'd you guys uh, do? Yeah, how'd you do? We tied 2-2. Two, two. It was Mahi versus uh, second center Wingets. Ooh. Mm. That's and pretty good. Their sister floor. They were trash talkers, but that's okay. They <laughs> played well. Well and <laughs> moderately clean. It, it's weird being probably trash talked by students. As that was a weird, person. yeah, because I was also doing some trash talking. <laughs> but like, should I talk you back? Know, what they initiated I say? it. So they initiated you leave it all on the field. <laughs> 
Nice. Well, so glad to have you today, I'm man. glad to be here. <laughs> so good of you to come and join us. Um, so yeah, welcome to Shower Thoughts, where we discuss anything and everything that can run through your mind in the shower. Or um, elsewhere. Or anywhere, yeah. This isn't limited to just the shower, because I feel like the shower, we spend probably like 1% of our lives in the shower, so there's a lot of other things going on. Actually, how long do we spend in the shower? If we do that math real quick. That's a shower thought right there. Uh, yeah. I, I guess how much it dep- of your life do you spend in the shower? I guess it depends on how many. Your average shower yeah. time. I, here's the deal. I'm like a 10-minute shower, maybe five-minute shower, somewhere in between there. So I'm like, let me get the shampoo, let me get the body wash, and let me get out of here. Yeah. Hmm. I like to take my time with showers. I feel like a sh- shower with no time constraints is the best kind of shower really personally. interesting do you shower every day yeah usually every day hmm. you know i feel like i i found that men this is totally anecdotal but <laughs> men shower more than women really yeah i think partly it's just because we're smellier <laughs> people mm. valid but yeah i think there's something to do with probably like taking care of your hair and not just needing to shower as often but well, you say men take more or less? More. Google says that men take nine minutes and the average women take nine and a half minutes. Oh. Well, so. maybe. <laughs> I, think women, <laughs> I think women Rating. shower longer, but I don't think yeah. women shower as often. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I shower every day. For sure. Even if it's... I shower at night, but even if I get back at two in the morning, I'm still taking a shower. <laughs> Well, this um, Google says that um, the average person spends about or more than 60 hours a year in the shower. So if it's 60 hours times how long do we live? Like 80 or something? Yeah, I got. Yeah. Divided by 24 to make it a day. That's 200 days. Wow. Your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. In the shower. It says you spend about half of a year. Throughout yeah. your lifespan. That's so not very long. So if you yeah. live for 80 days and you spend 280 years and you spend 200 days in a shower, that's like an 180th of your life. <laughs> you're like, I'm okay with spending 180th. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that is, you're not, you, you, yeah. you threw out the percentage of 1%. That's not that far off. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm a mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Okay. Um, so speaking of shower thoughts, ha, <laughs> transitions that are actually <laughs> somewhat relevant. Um, so I have a shower thought. What if people worked like smoke detectors? So like, um, I guess, I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> this was a couple of weeks ago, but what if you were just like annoyed at people? So you just started beeping at them or like you needed rest, like you needed your batteries changed and you like. Like started squeaking, squeaking, screeching, squealing at people. Like if humans had built-in alarms. Uh, yeah. Like you're saying, like if something was wrong, an alarm went off. Yeah. I here's the deal. Okay, I think as someone who works in like <laughs> a lot of like higher education, helping students, I would be all for that. That feels like much better, like self-care, because I think more often than not we're not aware of what we need, and so having something that goes off and says like oh, I need to sleep, or oh, I need to take care of that, 
That feels like a great idea. Mm. I'm all about smoke detectors. Me and smoke detectors <laughs> are, you, we're, we're pretty <laughs> good friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, let's uh. just say that uh, <laughs> I have dabbled with smoke detectors <laughs> once or twice this year so far. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about that a little? Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? You want to elaborate? You know, um, I I am an open person, so I'm happy to share. (laughs) Let's just say that uh, the times that Bruce fire alarm has gone off, which is twice, may or may not, or definitely might be me both times. (laughs) (laughs) You know, bacon's a bacon's hard. All right, you gotta get that bacon. So, was it worth it? Maybe. Sorry for all those people that walked out of their showers. showers. <laughs> Speaking of shower cold, thoughts. Cold showers. Hmm. Hmm. I almost took a shower that morning, that time, but God just <laughs> smiled upon me a little more than <laughs> the no. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just going to, yeah, leave that at that. But, um, okay, so I have another shower thought. So imagine how many strangers you're like, in their pictures for so like if you've ever seen Mm. a family taking a family photo how many of these photos are you in the background of um or also going off of that how many stories of that strangers tell that you're in that sentence didn't work but do you know what i'm trying to say yeah oh this random kid threw up one time and like you were that kid Hmm. yeah (laughs) you know I I remember this distinct time. I I knew this person who was I I found out that he was sharing the story about me <laughs> and we had like one interaction but he was like sharing the story with like multiple people around and it was like 8 months later I ran into him and I was like, "Hey, do you remember this one incident?" And he's like, "Yeah, actually I've been sharing that story <laughs> with people for like the last like 8 months." And so <laughs> I I think there's I don't know what what happens when if you're in heaven, God tells you about all the <laughs> stories or all the people that you've been <laughs> like somehow involved with or interacted with. I'd be scared. Yeah. Interesting. Like it'd be like I guess it depends. Like, like if they're telling the stories and oh this person this person was cool and did this, or if they're like this person <laughs> you did this you much know, damage like, to this yeah. person <laughs> right like andrew did this really weird thing and no one yeah. was looking but i was like <laughs> yeah do you think you'd have more positive stories positive impacts on people or negatives or which one would you wa- rather hear i would positive. hope the positive <laughs> 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 i wouldn't want to hear the bad things that i've done but hmm. i don't know <laughs> bailey you got something there <laughs> I'm on our shower thoughts, uh, the Reddit thread. <laughs> for the <coughs> for the picture thing, like you said, of, oh, yeah. of you being in someone else's that. pictures, <laughs> I remember a news story from a really long time ago. I think it was on Oprah, so that tells how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> but Are you calling her old? I'm calling the show. Yeah. Okay. But um, I remember there was a couple, they were a married couple with kids, and they had a picture of, it was, the women's family had a family picture of um, they were on vacation in Disney World. So her family like got a picture in front of the castle or whatever. And in the background being pushed in his stroller was the man that she married being pushed by his dad. And like they, they didn't know each other at all. But how do they know that? I, they were like just looking through pictures once and the mm-hmm. guy recognized his dad pushing him in the stroller. That's why. That's yeah. insane. Uh, I remember that to this day. Wow. Huh. 
there's something to say about like you just don't know the people that yeah. you have interacted with or you don't know who you're gonna marry you do- <laughs> aziz ansari if you guys know him the comedian he has this amazing bit about like you know you like let's say in your lifetime how many people do you think you're gonna interact with in your life and any one of those people like people talk about stories of like yeah i met my spouse in like the grocery store or something like that and you're like if you want to get married, if that's something that like you desire, you know, you just like don't know who. <laughs> Gotta go to the grocery more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, where am I gonna go? You find me at your local Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to every Disney in the world. <laughs> every all two of them in the states. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's funny. I've got a shower thought. It's Let's along the it. same lines. Yeah. What do you think? people who are at like stock photo shoots it's like <laughs> photo shoots for stock photos right what do you think they talk about oh like at those photo shoots like what what kind of conversations do you have to like i don't know i just think about all the random scenarios like, yeah. that you can you can literally find a stock photo of anything that's yeah. true like what do you think the method is yeah to like <laughs> just like we need another photo of someone holding this plant could you just do that for us yeah. <laughs> you just end up in it what about like stock family photos but they're not they're not actually yeah. a family that would be so oh uncomfortable do you think like i feel like stock <laughs> photos are, are already so uncomfortable and then doing that with maybe i don't know strangers yeah hmm. Oof. that's a little mind-boggling I uh, family photos are some of the most awkward things I've ever like I what I think about oh, if yes. if I were to have a family like am I ever going to take a family photo how do you do that how do you do that well <laughs> yeah. like do you just go in thinking like hey we're going to take an awkward family photo or is it more just like all family photos end up just being awkward well as someone who takes family photos. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what's your method? <laughs> I just try to make it as fun as I possibly can and try to go as fast as I possibly can because usually, consistently, someone always ends up leaving the shoot crying. <laughs> it's usually the, like, oh. the younger kids. Um, it's normally not the older people. but um, Interesting. I feel like the more awkward, the better. Embrace yeah. it. And like that's why they pay you so much is to make you not look awkward (laughs) make them not look awkward so is there like a like a family that you prefer to work with like older kids younger kids um just honestly anyone who's willing to do it i feel like i've had some where they didn't want to be there or something and it was just like hard because like if you're if you don't want to be there it's gonna like look obvious that you don't want to be there in the Mm. pictures and so I don't know, just, like, try to look like you want to be there. But also, I get that some kids don't want to be there. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I have a shower thought. Speaking of crying children. So they say in, you know, the theater phrase, break a leg. So they say break a leg because they want you to get into the cast. So uh, uh, <laughs> that's that was uh, less a shower thought. Yeah, it's just a dad a joke. joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel like you come up with some of the best dad jokes. Thanks. Like in the, well, 
Oh, I was saying like in the shower, you come oh. up with the best. Uh, also, like you people have in good general. dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you only finished my sentence. <laughs> 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 yeah. Make it all back. But also, that was good. So. Yeah. I actually googled that, so oh, well, it wasn't even mine. I take it all back. <laughs> what do you th- <laughs> What do you think goes into the mentality of dad jokes? Do you feel like people that are who have like dad personalities, they just give dad jokes, or do you feel like like do people actually think they're funny? Do they think they're cringy? Because I am not a dad joker. That doesn't feel like something <laughs> I like. I like. I interact with. I'm just like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> I know a guy who loves dad jokes and that's just his personality and he looks them up and then people know that about him. So whenever like they hear one, they go and tell him and it just, <laughs> just adds to his collection. He's the master He's of dad jokes. So yeah, I don't know. As someone who is also a dad joke enthusiast, <laughs> uh, it's just, we try to find humor in the little things in mm. life. So if that means making a joke, or a pun that can rhyme and fit yeah. into your vocabulary, sometimes without even trying. It's, it gets to a point where you don't even realize you're making dad jokes, and that's when it gets scary because you're like, I can't stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Huh. I don't know. I had a really good dad joke yeah. in a presentation in class. On purpose? Yeah, it was totally on purpose. He was. He said, "Feel." it was something along the lines of, feel like, when you're talking about like a weather, like a five day weather forecast, you should call it a weather five cast. See, <laughs> 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 so you say you don't like it, but you're laughing. So I think I'm laughing at just how ridiculous <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's Josiah Peterson. Oh, uh, yes, classic. So he, he, well, so that's the thing. Josiah has a dad personality. He embodies, he yeah. embodies he the dadness. But why should the dad jokes be limited just? To just dads like i'm not gonna be a dad <laughs> <laughs> i think they're funny so i don't know yeah that's interesting like what what kind of mom joke oh yeah <laughs> why mom don't moms joke? have Get in jokes the car. i'm turning this thing around <laughs> oh, wait. no it didn't work have you ever heard or did your mom ever say like stop fighting or i'm turning this thing around because I always thought that was a joke, but I don't... (laughs) Did you laugh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It probably wasn't a joke. Uh, Yeah, what is a a mom joke? Well, there are quite a bit of your mom jokes. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Those are more offensive in nature. Well, that's a yo mama joke. What about our mom jokes? (laughs) Like... Okay, tell me more. (laughs) Like... We have dad jokes, so what are mom jokes? Do they have funny things that they think are funny? Is there a structure to them? Yeah. I don't know. I think they make a lot of jokes about their children being messy. Have you ever seen those mom memes? Like, I are, the, just are those jokes, though? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they're cries of help. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> mm. Speaking of moms, this actually is a good transition. Um, so because that because there are always pregnant people in the world, um, the average number of skeletons inside a body is above one. So if you have to think about that. Wait, yeah, say that one more time here. So because there are always pregnant people in the world, the average number of skeletons inside of a body is more than one. Interesting. Like oh. One point something. I see. 
Oh, because there's yeah. at least going to be one skeleton inside of everybody. And if body. they're pregnant, and it's if two. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. And if they have twins, there's three. Wow, yeah. that's like saying like, I don't know, something like, all divorced people were once married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it feels true. like, yes. <laughs> like <a> correct. <laughs> it's like a, like a obvious statement right there, which. Is not that far yeah. off from dad jokes. But also, it's still kind of mind-blowing. Like, you don't think about it. Like, there's more than uh, one skeleton in yeah. that body. Hmm. Like, the average number of skeletons inside of a body is more, more than, than one. one. Greater than or equal to one. Not equal to. Greater than. Statistics. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of statistics. Ooh. Um, so, shower thought. If I were to throw... Large amounts of shredded bread <laughs> on the ground bread? <laughs> on public property. How close I am to ducks is what determines if I'm littering or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. Isn't that a weird gauge? How many people just like throw bread just on the <laughs> ground? It feels like some of the random you be surprised i've done it before you're not wrong i would honestly be surprised as someone who bakes a lot of bread <laughs> yeah there's not a lot of throwing it on the ground <laughs> i don't know i've Usu- seen bread everywhere usually like you want to you want to get that bread it's so yeah we get that bread yeah not a whole lot of eating it <laughs> what did, did you, you say last I night obtain this grain yes <laughs> obtain this grain <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard Yeet anyone this wheat Ooh. Ooh, I've got a whole. I had a whole list of these. I'm gonna start rapping. Start spitting bars. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of like yeast. I don't know. That's like a substance. This yeast. The feast. This yeast. I don't know. That's not that bad. I know. Yeah, you 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 do have a, a, a knack for dad jokes. I'm basically Kanye with the rapping. And the <laughs> Is that a transition to talk about Kanye West? Is that a transition? To talk yeah, about let's Kanye do it. West? Okay, yeah, let's get into <laughs> shower thought here. You know, <laughs> for those that don't know, Kanye West released a new album. Uh, I want to say like four or five days ago. Yeah, so, this week. Yeah, pretty recently. So, uh, I I'm definitely not an expert on Kanye West, but I have listened to a few of his albums and. Uh, it's pretty interesting to see some of the transformations. So Kanye West, uh, his new album is called Jesus is King. And so he's been talking a lot in social media and in interviews and whatnot about his own transformation. And um, he seems to have, uh, quote unquote, genuinely picked up or, or come to faith in Jesus Christ. And uh, if it's really interesting because Kanye West's prior albums were very, I am Kanye West, like, Mm-hmm. I'm not black. I'm Kanye to say that like the the narcissism um we reigned supreme and now it's more like no it's not about me it's about Jesus. So uh, one uh, it's just interesting to see some of the transformation but it's also interesting to see some of the responses by people on Kanye West. So there's been quite a bit of like political figures or Christians uh, that have like celebrated Kanye West's transformation. Uh, and 
there have been other people who are not so pleased by his transformation and journey. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the conversation is, is this real? Is this genuine? Is he actually a Christian or or what's going on here? And and how do we make sense of uh, him and his public image and his music all in one? That's what I think about in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think about. Mm. Well, it's fascinating. What's else? I think (laughs) Kanye West is like, I don't know. You could write like dissertations on Mm. The the life and times of Kanye West, <laughs> like in terms <laughs> of his like his different transformations and like almost like personas that he's taken yeah. on. Mm. He, Pretty fascinating. He has. I mean, it's it's not an understatement to say, or it is an understatement to say that he has like transformed music. Yeah. And I don't I don't know I don't remember um, if this is Acker and I remember looking it up at one point, but like. He is one of the, like the highest earning artists. He is, is, yeah. is he? The, isn't he like the highest earning? He's up there. Yeah, it's. Oh, it's interesting. I think, like when you look at this, at least like perceived like change in someone who's so like public. Public, yeah. yeah. Um, it's fascinating. Like. Because he'll he releases this album called Jesus is King, and it's basically like gospel esque songs mm-hmm. that come out, mm-hmm. and then then he comes out and has a statement that's like, "I'm the greatest human artist of all time." Yes, and I'm like, yes. hmm. "Hmm, it's interesting." And so, I don't know. Personally, I don't really care that much about Kanye West, <laughs> but I think it is a fascinating like fascinating to look at it from like a sociological perspective yeah to see like okay what are what impacts is this gonna have like mm-hmm. on christianity and on non-christians yeah. who are big kanye fans yeah it's also like i think there's a lot more to kanye like as a person like i think yeah. if you see a lot of his behavior is like pretty erratic oh and yeah so it's interesting it's part of me is like this is awesome like he's like transformed like he's come to jesus it's super cool that he's using his voice in this way and part of me is also like a a big like like a big change like this is pretty it's a pretty kanye thing to do you know in terms of like changing your whole persona or your whole image so i wonder it's it's really interesting that like yeah what it, what would we say about like some people that aren't as famous, you know, as yeah. Kanye? Like, I think mm-hmm. if like we had a friend who maybe had a really radical transformation, um, I don't. I, I think more often than not, we'd probably be like, "Wow, that's awesome! Like, let's support that. Let's let's be on board for that." And right. it feels more like people are like, eh, "Is that true? Like, mm-hmm. what's really going mm-hmm. on here?" Uh, there's and it feels like there's almost this two camps of like yes let's go Kanye West there's the other side that's like hmm let's is this real is this fake is this about his own persona and and how do we make sense of that all I mean what some things about the album is that he he was adamant that no one 
curse in his entire album and that he asked his co-collaborators so all the people that were featured in his album to not have pre or extramarital sex while working on the album Fascinating. yeah so there was a lot of almost like thoughtfulness in his album about like what he wanted this album to mean mm-hmm. and and his intentions mm-hmm. yeah yeah what it, what it would mean for people and and in one of the songs um i think it's hands on he, he, he talks about like how like my biggest critique is from christians mm-hmm. for me i don't know much about kanye i've never really followed him in the past and i just listened someone played the album for me over the weekend um but as i've heard people talk about it and thought about it i think i feel like as christians we have to give him the benefit of the doubt if he says he's a christian um unless his actions Mm. disprove him and we definitely can't say or think that radical transformation is outside of god's power i mean just Um, look at what he did with saul mm, and paul mm -hmm. um and like people were skeptical of that yeah um, because of saul's prior life and actions so that's my thought yeah it's interesting that like he isn't the only figure to make some pretty radical like Christian transformations. If you follow the journey of Justin Bieber, and I, I, maybe not a whole lot of people have followed Justin Bieber's journey, but My he goes to church with Justin Bieber. There you oh. go. Yes. So Justin Bieber is um, from, I mean, we know of him from the baby days from the Justin Bieber, uh, you know, the wild young um, teenager and uh over the last like few years it seemed like he's made pretty transformational changes towards christianity so he's hung out with pastors he's hung out um he's gone to the conferences hangs out with church people all the time he if you know judah smith uh famous la pastor he has a tattoo with justin bieber that says better at 70 saying like hey we're gonna keep growing and getting better and better and um, it, 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 I think it was Coachella last year. He went on, uh, he was on like a side stage and he sang Reckless Love, um, Corey Asbury's mm-hmm. song. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's something to say like him, Chance the Rapper has um, been seen on his Instagram stories reading the Bible. It talks about like, oh yeah, I didn't like read this very often, but like, come on, like look at this guys. There's like something here and he would just read it mm-hmm. a while on Instagram yeah it's cool they're able because of their power and influence in the world they're able to reach a lot of people through that who probably haven't been exposed to christianity as much Mm -hmm. i think it is interesting to look at like if you look at kanye and chance who are in more similar genres than maybe Mm -hmm. like justin bieber like i feel like people were pretty on board with like coloring book was essentially a gospel album an amazing album and, but people were pretty on board with it. And so he goes on Saturday Night Live and Kimmel and Fallon and stuff like that. He's he's doing like basically two or three worship songs yeah. on live yeah. television. But then somehow there's this disconnect with yeah. Kanye. And yeah. maybe it's their own persons and how yeah. they have portrayed themselves in the yeah. past. But. And I don't know. There's something to say like some of the uh, like the wildness. Like Kanye still – I've seen um, – videos of him cussing i've seen chance the rapper cussing all the time and um and and i think we like those are the things that uh christians look at and they're like okay is this legit is this real but i think there's something to say that you have to look at the cultural context that these people are making these transformations in like the the people that kanye hangs around the people that chance the rapper and justin bieber hang around like these are really, really public people and they live their lives in very different ways. So 
cussing cursing whatever you want to call it um the the wildness in some of their lives i don't think those things are going to drastically change overnight like much of our own faith journeys they don't change overnight necessarily we still kind of hold some of the baggage of our past hmm. for sure yeah. i also still need to listen to the album <laughs> still well. haven't done it wow. <laughs> We <laughs> are going to take a break right now to listen to one of the songs. Uh, Peter, do you want to say which one? Yeah, we, uh, we're going to listen to Use This Gospel. Uh, it's featuring Clips and Kenny G. So, uh, I mean, the song is pretty straightforward. You can listen to the lyrics. It's about um, using this gospel f- to protect our lives. Cool. We'll be back right after this song. It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessings And the Father, we put our faith King of the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending And the Father, we put our faith the greatest in my bed under covers when undercovers had raided my presence is happy belated fashionably late i'm just glad that you made it the best is yet to come i'm just glad that you waited they all said it real till it's time to appraise it i seen them come and go you only the latest but who am i to judge i'm crooked as vegas use this gospel for protection it's a hard road to heaven we call on your blessings and the father we put our faith king of the kingdom our demons are trembling holy angels defending and the father we put our faith a lot of damaged souls i done damaged those and then my arrogance took a camera pose Caught with a trunk of Barry Manilow's They sing a different tune when the slammer close From the concrete grew a rose They give you rape talk, I give you faith talk Blindfolded on this road, watch me faith walk Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost
well, we're back, I guess. <laughs> Bye, Kanye. It was fun. <laughs> um, okay. That was a lovely song. That was a live, a live rendition. Kanye's with us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had. Well, okay, so we've had uh, Katy Perry let us in her shower one time, and we've had um, <laughs> Becky G. Like every single week, she comes in. So that was yeah. Kanye. But actually. Since you're here, I want to do I I do want to point out that um the album cover on our Spotify playlist um I don't know podcast is the very the one and only Bailey Saul's shower. It's so true. Thank you for letting us shower right. credit where shower credit is due. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> and Travis's, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Carrie per- Katy Perry, Carrie <laughs> <Mary laughs> Perry, <laughs> Katy Perry and Bailey Saul's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we made a big mess in the shower that one time. I may have turned on this shower, but we cleaned it up. But when you weren't there, yeah, <laughs> you don't know. That's okay. But there was water everywhere. Oh great, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it just it really added to the aesthetic with the water like flying all over the place. So much appreciated. Um, Whatever I can do. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of broken showers, we have a fun conversation topic that we want to talk about. I don't know how this relates to broken showers. <laughs> Better transition. It never no. does. It never <laughs> does. <laughs> you should always say speaking of and then you say whatever. <laughs> whatever it feels like. Say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, this is a Reddit post from five years ago or so talking about uh, the lottery and winning the lottery and what do you do. So. Roughly around five years ago, the uh, I think it was the Powerball was at $656 million. So there's been a few times that it's reached like that number or in the billions. And uh, the article talks about, yeah, what what do you do? What's the response when you win $656 million? Um, yeah. And so this person uh, posted this response, which has like kind of blown up over the years and he's posting in a few uh situations and he talks about just like the reality of winning the lottery and um some of the realities to money so he says um and begins and says congratulations you just won millions of dollars in the lottery that's great now you're screwed no no really you are you're screwed um and he goes on and says that you see it's something of an open secret that winners of obnoxiously large jackpots tend to end up badly with alarming regularity not the one million dollar winners but anyone in the nine-figure range is at high risk he says don't believe me consider this large jackpot winners have faced double digit multiples of probability versus the general population to be the victim of homicide something like 20 times more likely drug overdose bankruptcy kidnapping and triple digit multiples of probability versus the general population rate to be convicted of drunk driving the victim of homicide at the hands of a family member 120 times more likely in this case ain't love grand a defendant in a civil lawsuit a defendant in felony criminal proceedings believe it or not your biggest enemy if you suddenly become possessed of large sums of money is you so he so he goes on and talks about this particular story about this guy named Jack Whitaker in 2002 who won the lottery. He was 55 years old. Jack Whitaker, he won $315 million. Um, But the thing that was interesting is that he was already a millionaire. He had $15 million. uh, And 
he his claim was to want to live as nothing had changed so it seemed really plausible that he was going to be fine right he already had quite he was already quite wealthy he was a modest low profile person generous and good-natured he should have coasted off into the sunset yeah not exactly so Whitaker took the lump sum, which is generally what you want to do. So after taxes and everything, he ended up with 114 million, which is just a crazy thing to say. He won 356 million and his over return half. was 114 million. Yeah. yeah. Over half so, taken away. so he ended up with that. And then people would constantly, he said, Whitaker quickly became the subject of a number of financial stalkers who would lurk at his regular breakfast hideout and accost him with suggestions for how to spend his money. Letters poured in, children with cancer, diabetes, MS, you name it. He hired three people to sort the mail, a detective to filter out the false claims, and, and the con men and women was retained. Um, and then he goes on, more and more crazy things happen. Whitaker's car was twice broken into by trusted acquaintances who watched him leave large amounts of cash in it. 500000 and 200000 were stolen in <laughs> two separate instances. Eventually. <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whitaker had been accused of ruining a number of marriages. His money made other men look inferior, they said. Wherever he went in the small West Virginia town he called home, residents grew quickly. He festered. Um, he paid four settlements related to this sort of claim. It goes on and says, in 18 months, Whitaker had been cited for over 250 violations, ranging from broken taillights on every one of five new cars. Um Whitaker's wife filed for a divorce. They froze his assets. Uh, Caesars in Atlantic City sued him for $1.5 mm. And so he shares that story and says, yeah, hey, that's one example, right? Wrong. And then there's like 20 other examples oh of these things happening. And he talks about like how, okay, when you actually do win the lottery, you want to do absolutely nothing. When you first start out, you mm. want to call an attorney. You want to decide to take the lump sum. And then you want to put it all in bonds. So the question for the rest of our time here is what would you do if you run won the lottery what are your next steps what would you do with the money would you donate it what donations would you put it in what what charities what does that look like for you if you win the lottery i've heard that the first thing you're supposed to do is to sign the back of the lottery ticket with your signature um and pen because otherwise someone else could uh like steal it and take it from you and say that they bought it but what if their name is also Andrew Freer? That would be unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many Andrew Freers are Andrew in your vicinity. Andrew Freer's out there in the crowds. Come get the tickets. I think, I, yeah, I don't know if I would tell a soul. I don't know if I would yeah. tell my family, my friends, nothing. I think I would hold that ticket. I would sign it. I would put it. I, I think the biggest fear is where am I going to put it? And do I trust myself to like not lose it wherever I, I put it? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't even know if I could sleep like if I put it in like a let's say like a safety vault and I knew it wouldn't go away I still think I would freak out it just burns a hole in your pockets kind of a thing yeah I I think because I don't I don't think because I think like based on that the stories and statistics like you'd want to just not tell anyone Mm -hmm. and you'd sign it and like wait on it and and ideally the attorney, so the attorney yeah. claims it for you on behalf of like an LLC. Yeah. So your name, mm-hmm. so, okay, when you win the lottery, you have to, your name gets publicized mm-hmm. in some that, sort of record. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. People are going to immediately find the out. The Illuminati is going to start coming after you. Oh, I, yes. Illuminati, <laughs> ISIS, whoever, someone's <laughs> going to come and get your money. 
Mm. Uh, but the question, I mean, what would you like? What would you do with that? Let's say if you won a hundred million dollars, which is, I think, one an absurdly large amount that's right. like even mm-hmm. hard to comprehend. But mm-hmm. like, where would you give it? What would you do? I think for me, the first thing I would do is I would pay off my student debt. Hundred percent. And I would pay off the student debt of 20 people no more no less 20 of my people that i i just want to pay off Hmm. yeah i also feel like it it would be hard to be anonymous with that kind of thing because you always see in the like the tv shows the the like news reporter guy or the the host like running up to the doorbell ringing the doorbell with the giant dwarf sized check in his hand and he knocks on the door and they open it and they're like surprise you win this publisher's clearinghouse they shove it in your face and it's like Mm. this huge check and you're like this is the most not anonymous thing you could possibly have done thank you very much so i feel like that would be kind of like hard to keep it quiet because your neighbors would be mowing the lawn and be like what is the what are the johnsons doing like they just got this giant check part of me is like i tell no one pay off my debt and throw the rest in like a secure um, like a bond like a bond like a 401k yeah. or something <laughs> like that ocean. and just like because yeah. like yeah. i don't know i feel like i'd be totally like totally okay just That'd living cool. on like a normal like yeah. i don't feel the need to like so was whitaker i guess yeah he was to- but also like he was already a millionaire you know yeah mm-hmm. it's true so, I mean, he he lived a normal life and didn't really change anything. So, hmm. well, I, I think what the person said is that, so so one, you call, there are actually uh, lottery lawyers, lottery attorneys, so who specialize in this. And you ask them, they create a company, they take it, the money on behalf of the company so your name doesn't get publicized at all. And then you put like a percentage of it in bonds. And ideally, I think like, if you do like a government backed bond, it's like, I don't know, it's like four, 4.5% annual return. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah, let's say you put like so $60 million, <laughs> 4.5%. I don't even know what that is, but a lot. That's a lot of $60 million. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can get 10% on the S and P 500. Yeah. What? That's, that's I don't know what that is. stock market. Oh, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, so th- okay. Be. I feel like the stock market could potentially yeah. be more volatile than. Yeah. But actually, no, because it depends on what you put it in. So yeah. yeah so four point five percent of sixty million dollars is two point seven million dollars a, a year. year. Yeah, a year. So so the idea is you put the sixty million away, and then you just live on the two point seven. Yeah. And then you do stuff with that. But I I'm not I'm thinking about even like. Where would I put it in? Like, I don't what, know like how to groups? spend two points of Yeah, I, I think I would buy a, a house. I'd buy a car. I would uh, pay for Garrick. What? <laughs> <laughs> pay for Garrick? <laughs> Shouts out. Yeah, and then I don't even know. I like maybe I'd put it in like a, a charity that like like what charities would you even like consider? Like what feels like the most important place to put the money in? Who do you trust? What what? How do you determine what case? is the most important mm. it's true for me i always thought like if i if i win the lottery i the first thing i would want to do is you know tie 10 percent, but you can't <laughs> give like no church, church needs that much yeah. money yeah. so i feel like yeah, what do you do with that i feel like i would schedule a meeting with my pastor and be like 
what should I do with all this money? <laughs> like, yeah. give some to the church, and then I guess maybe some to other ministries. Yeah. Or what ministries? I don't know. Yeah. See, yeah, like what, how do you how do you, how do you determine <laughs> that? I think maybe I would all of them. Oh, every single ministry. Everyone gets like five dollars. <laughs> I I would probably lean towards like a like a water ministry or something. Yeah. Like there are a lot of ministries that like uh do some like clean water initiative, clean water in countries that don't have water. I think there's something to say like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, uh, like helping yeah. people like, have water and food. Yeah, uh, like Flint, Michigan. Like get oh, them Flint, their, Michigan. Get them their yeah. clean water. Fascinating. Yeah. What a weird thing to you guys ever seen the movie this is probably no. It's from the eighties. <laughs> It's gonna make me sound really old. Have you ever seen the movie Brewster's Millions? No. It's like he it's like this guy has like a like a an estranged uncle who's like a bazillionaire who leaves him he's like something like you have to spend like ten million dollars in a month. And if you can oh. spend the ten million or whatever number, the ten million in a month, you get like a hundred million. Oh. And the whole thing is that like it's impossible for him to do it. Like you just can't spend that much, money. spend that much money like this. I mean, you can, but it's like, it's like hard. It's, it's harder like than you very think. Very hard to like, yeah. because you could can't like buy a house for like, yeah. I mean, that's what's so interesting is like, I think for us, from what I know, none of us are millionaires, but <laughs> like that amount of money is like, that feels really hard for us to spend. But for a lot of the people that become millionaires through lotteries, they they spend that money. By the way, it's triple, like it's double digit percentages for becoming bankruptcy, yeah. which is yeah, insane crazy. to think about. Because I, you think that money goes a really long way, and then you start buying things that you don't even think about, and because you think you have so much money, and so you don't think about it, and then you start putting money into I don't know some sort of random. Ponzi knife scheme. Shout out to Cutco. <laughs> and then you feel targeted. <laughs> and then you end up with uh, lawsuits on your behalf yeah. that you lose the money. I mean, who do you think would be coming crawling out? Yeah. What family members? I what friends? Some family members. Yeah, I even think of some people that are like, "Wow, you were my friend in third grade." Yeah. Like we we shared a biscuit that one time and that was it and now you want three million dollars from me. Mm. Hmm. Well, speaking of sharing biscuits, <laughs> I was gonna say speaking of friends exploiting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're about out of time for today, but thank you so much for uh, listening, and everyone. Us. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Bailey and Peter, for joining for us. Having me. This is. Fun fact, my dad has worked in public radio for oh. like 20 years, oh, wow. and I've never been on like a podcast That's or anything so like that until now. Wow. So. Come on, Mr. Souls. This feels like a bucket list dream of mine, so <laughs> yeah. thank you for that. Thank I feel you like for me and Peter me. are going to have to talk about making a podcast now. Oh, Ooh. yes. Ooh. So. We better be the first guest stars that <laughs> we started this. We call yeah. it Katy Perry's shower. <laughs> we would sit in my shower. I feel like you're just copying <laughs> off of us. No, no. We talk no, no, exclusively no. about Katy okay. Perry. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. Tune, Tune in, in next week. week. Jinx. <laughs> you can-